Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Welcome to Conversations with My Cuz. I am Shay Lachey. And it's me, your girl, Michelle, with the one L. And y'all all know this is Brother Love, baby. DJ Big Ra. I don't have the sound effects this week. What's up, ladies? How are hey, you? Hey, what's going on? What's good? What's good? We know I you think you was trying travel. to sound extra sexy. Oh, well, you, you know, you know you be trying with that Barry White voice and stop you. it. No. <laughs> stop it. Stop so it. Stop it. Show. What's going yeah, on? Man. How y'all doing? How's y'all weekend so far? So far, so good. Yeah, I'm really excited about having this one extra day because my goodness. Oh my god. Four yes. day work weeks. I need we need to start a petition for four day work weeks. <laughs> nah. Some jobs offer it. Some jobs offer it. Nah, nah. So I'm back down here in Florida. Shout out to the people at Apalachicola. They had a black, uh, they having a um, black history festival this weekend. Okay. So it was, you know, it was, nice. re- it was really, really lit. The club's been lit every night. I am tired. I'm working off a two hour sleep. We mm. had, um, we had a lot going on. Uh, had a couple DJs from out of town. Shout out DJ Gemini, DJ Big Boy from ninety nine point three. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, DJ Beanie Baby. You know, we had a good time. I just want to sleep now. I got one more uh, night, y'all. One more night. <laughs> then you coming home? Uh, yeah, I should be home. I'll be home. I'll be home probably Tuesday. You stay there long enough, right? You're going to be calling Florida your home. Well, dual residency is always a good thing. You know what I'm saying? You oh, know, listen got, to him. You know, He's fancy. It's, it's something like balling, I think they call it. Now he, now he, he's Usher. He got a Florida <laughs> residency. Okay, I'm just saying. Now, yeah. All right, I hear yeah. you. Let me go to my other other house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. what else has been going on? Nothing, man. Let's just jump into the trending topic. Um, bottom line, happy, you know, congratulations, LeBron James, the goat. Okay. You know, he did. We He is the goat, and everybody needs to understand it. But the issue that I'm having now is that, from what I'm understanding, his teammates. They're saying that um, he's demanding traders for better players, and they feel the team is good. Well, you're sitting on the man on the team with a man that them broke every almost NBA record, got the most points scored ever, and y'all are losing. We need change. <laughs> mm. I agree. Change. Ain't nothing wrong I with agree. that man. You know, Anthony Davis. He's always in street clothes. The man can't take care of himself. So you know, he's doing it by himself. So you know, stop hating on LeBron James. He's the goat. All y'all Jordan lovers, get over it. And, um, and I've seen a lot of hate. I've seen a lot of hate on the internet when he <laughs> when he won that. I was like, wow, they really, really hating on LeBron. I mean, you can't hate on the man because he's doing the damn thing. Like, come on. You got to yeah. give it to him. You yeah, last, 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 so, so it wasn't this week. Pardon me, it was last week. We just we was off the air when it happened. Um, uh, but uh, it was funny about it is they take him Friday off. Everybody told him, oh, he out there, so he deserves that. He deserves a night off. Yes. He deserves a night off. He scored the most points ever. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, sit down and get over it, please. Mm. Oh, I don't. He was there though. Kareem yeah, Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he was hating. He yeah, he was. He, yeah, they they have a little personal. I don't know what it really, really is. 
Uh, but um, they got something going on. And now it's even said, I didn't get a chance to do the research, but one of the topics was is that he was mad at Mag- Magic Johnson and LeBron James for whatever the situation is. But, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was my favorite player in the 80s. And uh, LeBron... Ooh, you old. Ooh, you old. Let me talk about it, baby. Let me talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> oh. Now he just old and ornery. Listen, ornery. Ornery, <laughs> yes. Ornery. That's what happens. Just very okay. confident as long as we don't been through. We need to know okay. what we're doing. Okay. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, I know they got that Black History program for you out there, but out here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at least in here, what we're doing is highlighting um, Black authors some of them first-time Black authors, but um, Black authors nonetheless, um, because we support the industry, right? We need to um, make sure that we're represented. Right. And so um, today we brought in um, two authors. Um, Both of them are new in in the field of writing. Um, One has a book of poetry. The other one has a children's book out. And so um, I wanted to introduce... Um, the first author, um, her name is Shadon E. Henderson, and she has a lovely children's book that um, I wanted her to come on and talk about. And um, so say hi to Shadon. Hey, hi, Shadon. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi you guys. Hi. Shadon. Hi. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Yes. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. So first, so welcome to the show, right? Welcome to the show. And um, we want to hear about what you've been doing and how you got to writing this book, Just Winging Life. Um. Yeah, so honestly, I just wanted to inspire um, children. Uh, I grew up in an underrepresented community and um, I'm first generation. So with school, college and everything. But um, when I was younger, when I used to get upset, I would always write. That was my outlet. Um, Yeah, I used to write poetry and things like that. But I don't know, my spirit told me to write a children's book and um Pretty much that's what led me to do it. It wasn't difficult at all. Funny thing is I work in mental health now. So I actually have um, client family team meetings. And like one of the meetings that I was having with my team and with the family, um, we were just talking about life. And I pretty much just said, you know, like there is no rule book to life. Like we're all just swinging it, trying to figure out like what works, what doesn't work and making adjustments. And then... I left and I thought like, dang, like just winging life, like that would be a good title to write a book. But um, I wanted to gear it towards children um, specifically because growing up, I used to second guess myself a lot. Um, Mm. And I used to question what I'd be able to do with my life. But it was always like, those conversations with my mom and her support um, and her just letting me know that I can literally do anything that I set my mind. Uh, that's pretty much what led me to just writing the book. 
And I there we it. have it. Just winging life. So I know. Awesome. And, and how and how many times as adults do we say, if I knew that then, <laughs> or if I knew then what I know now. So I think that's awesome that you're giving it to us the children because it's the learning tool that can help them, you know, as they grow older. Because a lot of things I feel like we needed when we were children, we didn't have it. So books right. like that, and you know, to help us along the way. So I think that's an amazing thing that you're doing. So I'm quite sure this will be one of many. <laughs> one of many. So you plan on making it a series or you're just going to go with a different title or, or whatever? How are you going to, um, what's the next step? I'm just going to do different titles uh, long term. I do want to be a psychiatrist. So my goal is to have like, and I want to be an adolescent, a child and adolescent psychiatrist. So my goal is for like my kiddos or my patients to read my books and I hope to inspire them. Um, but the goal is to write books. So I'm hoping I'm trying to push for at least like one book per year. I don't know what the Lord says, but um, pretty much that's what I'm trying to do. Well, that's I know awesome. that you you told me that not only did you write the book, but you yes. also are venturing to start a publishing company. And so I wanted you to talk a little bit about that because um, the author that we have coming on and the one that we had earlier in the month, that's one of the things that um, was talked about is actually getting themselves aligned with a publishing company. Because you know now you have the ability to self-publish, but some people need help, right, in publishing. Right. So tell us about that part of your journey. Um, yeah, so I... Uh... I started looking into trying to find a publisher. So like I'm like I said like I'm just winging it. This is my first book. Don't know what to do, right? So um I just Google, start Googling and watching videos on YouTube on like what is it that I need to write a book? How do I write a book? First thing was the manuscript, right? So you have to have the manuscript. So because I'm doing a children's book, I needed um I needed images. And so I started Googling, like, where do I get images from? I started looking for illustrators and things like that. But like the illustrators that I was coming across, they were wanting like 300 and up per page. Um, I, yeah, wow. I started looking into like um, publishing companies. I came across like multiple publishing companies, but um, the goal is for me to inspire, but the goal is also for me to make money. And I, I'm not paying $7,000 and up just for you to publish a book, right? So, and I feel like I can learn how to do it myself. So I just started Googling. Google is your best friend. Yes, you it is. Best friend. <laughs> That's right. Literally, I started like watching um, videos on YouTube, how to self-publish. And at that point, like I found someone to do my illustrations. So my illustrations were done um, and the person like comprised everything. Right. But now I needed the format. And so, yeah, just Google. Like I said, Google and YouTube has been my best friend my entire way. Um, when I got to the point that I was ready to publish the book, um, I didn't want the publisher name to be my name. And so mm. I wanted it to be more professional. I and I just didn't want to use my name. So um I filed a, a fictitious business license and um I talked to my mom and I told her like listen this is the plan this is what I'm trying to do and she was on board and we came up with a glorified book press 
filled out the documents and everything like that. And so, yeah, I told I, I told her and my dad, like, I want to start my own book publishing company, but I want to gear it towards underrepresented communities. I feel like so many of them have so much to say, but they're unable to, you know, they can't afford it. Right. Um, and I feel like so many publishing companies, like, yes, you have to make money, but don't beat people. And mm -hmm. so yes. my That's goal right. is to um, just change the trajectory of like people's lives. And I just want them to have a fair chance. Um, yeah. And just to change. I it. love it. Oh, yeah. 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 I love I wanna, it. I got a question. Um, like, so when you're, when you're self-published, what are the pros and cons of actually self-publishing or even trying to get a book deal with a publishing company? Because it's um, something yeah. like the record, it's something like the record industry where if you're independent mm -hmm. uh, or if you sign with the label, it, there are pros and cons with it. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's that's actually a really good question. Glad you asked me that. Um, so I honestly I think the only um con with self-publishing is um you have you have to do it all by yourself. Um, and you don't have um, anyone like putting the book out uh, for you. You have to put it out yourself. Right. Um, but there's so many pros with self-publishing. One, like it's yours. Um, you don't have to split. Uh, well, you obviously you do have to. You do get royalties, right? But um, you get even more so bigger cut. Um, you have more of a say so, and yeah. You put your book out where you want to. I think it's just a matter of like what people want to do. Do they want to go with the publishing company so they don't have yeah. to worry about everything? Or do they want to try to do it themselves where they have like more say so, but it is more work. Mm -hmm. um, but to be honest, like I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it. <laughs> I wouldn't right. trade it. Right. I feel like I've learned so much and I um I, I learned so much and I feel like you just don't know what you're able to do until you try to do it. And so this is just like another little thing that I checked off. And so, yeah, I'm just very proud of myself to being able to do this. So, yeah. I'm right. super proud of you too. I, I am too. Such yeah, a, yeah. a wonderful accomplishment because you don't know where it's going to lead you. Right. And that is part of just winging life. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just got to go with what's in front of you when you have challenges and just, conquer those and see where that takes you right because maybe you'll, you'll just have a humongous publishing company and that'll be your greatest glory who knows you just the fact that you have options is a fantastic yeah. thing so exactly. um, great but tell me where we can find your book first yes um so my book is available on Amazon, both in paperback or you can buy it in Kindle. So if you have an iPad or whatever, you can um, purchase it that way. Um, and it is available on Barnes and Noble. Very nice. All right, all right. That's awesome, that's awesome. Y'all go get that book. Go buy that book right now, like right now. After right, the show, exactly. after the show, watch the show first. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get the book. Yes, and then get the book. And then the right. publishing company. Are you in a place where you're able to offer services to others, or are we waiting for that to share that information with our um, viewers? Um, we are waiting okay. for that. I'm still working on it. Um, I can like if someone really wanted to publish a book, like I can. You know, I can do it now, but uh, to have everything set in stone, um, I just wanted to 
be, this is what you know that you're going to pay for. And, you know, just straight across the board. I don't want anybody right. feeling like I'm beating them. So I'm just still working out those kinks. But once I have that uh, finalized, yes, I will. You'll let us here. know. So yes, please do. That's we would love. We, we are all about support, right? So Absolutely. And I love the idea that. that, I love the idea that you're, catering toward towards the underserved community because it is expensive to publish a book it really really is and that i think that deters a lot of people the cost exactly right. getting a book out there because yeah usually so, we have jobs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right that too <laughs> so Shadon, keep doing what you're doing and i'm so proud of you we're so proud of you and whatever your next step is we are supporting you all the way Thank and we you. thank you for coming on and sharing thank a little you. bit of your story thank with you. our viewers. Thank, thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Just see welcome. you. We'll talk soon. We'll talk later. Bye, Bye Shadow. Bye, 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 Shadow. 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 <laughs> Henderson. Just swinging Just live. Just swinging live. Go get that book. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because, yes. We we see the chat. I see we got a uh, hello, cinnamon, spice. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Cinnamon spikes. Yeah. Justice, I see you. How you doing? Hey, Jess. Hey, uh, Cousin. What's up, Jess? Hey, Shanoah. Hey, guys. Y'all don't have the book, Just Winging Life by Shadon E. Henderson. Please go out and get that book and get it to a child because you, what you haven't seen about the book is really just her having all of these depictions of young children in being doctors and lawyers and writers and just in these great fields and, and letting them know that anything is absolutely possible. So um, yeah. in a digital in a digital age is uh really, you know, we gotta start encouraging our children to really, really start reading again. Absolutely. You know, you know, yes. you know it really is. It's getting it's getting bad with this Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, you know, we gotta get our kids back. So yeah. We don't start Yes. Well, we also have um, a, a gentleman who wrote a book of poetry. Oh. And we also I like to poetry. Go to him not not, not that kind of poetry. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. <laughs> my bitch better have my money. Not <laughs> pimp, pimp. All yeah. right. <laughs> and he and he won't be saying the p word. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> So this gentleman's name is Haru, Shai Haru, and he wrote a book of poetry. It's called Through Shai's Eyes, and so we're going to bring him on as well. And um, Hi. Hey. hey. How are everyone doing? You? Good. Welcome you to doing, the brother? show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so, so much for having me. We are so glad to have you here. And I was just like the young lady who was before you. Um, this is your first book, right? Yes, it, so yes, tell it is. Tell us about your journey and getting this book done. Ooh, it's been a journey, I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> uh, so this book was uh, completed in 11 years. It took me a while to do mm, it. Okay. Yes. And I wrote it. To, because there was a lot of things that was going in my life at a certain time that I didn't know any answers for. I had so many questions, but didn't know any answers. So I always thought back to my uh, high school teacher that told me, 
if if you have something to write about, do it. Write it. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love it. And shout out to the teachers in the world, right? That influence. Yes, because they okay. were very helpful. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. Now, now I have a question. Why did it take you eleven years to write the book? Okay, that's a great, great question as well. So because I would say the reason why it took me so long, because I had so many different thoughts, so mm. many different things that I wanted to do in life, so many obstacles that was in my way as well. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while. I had to really figure out who I was and who I wanted to be. Okay. So that's why it took me some time. Okay. That's awesome. that's and I know cool. you have shared with me that um, the book that's out now is only half of what you actually produced. Correct. So you already have another book kind of in the wings or, or yes. how is that working out? Yes. Yes, I do. I actually okay. do have. Enough. So basically what I did was when I was writing all my poetry, I had an editor to tell me, I think you have a whole lot of poems to where you can actually have more than one book. Okay. So then what I did was I decided to do half for one book and then half for the second book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when you're, does that you're, second book come out? I know the first one just got here, but how what is yes. what is your thought process about how you're gonna get those out in, in successions? Okay. Well, first of all, here's the book right here on behind me. It's called yes. Through Shy's Eyes. Yes. So you know how to show it. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Marketing 101. Okay. Show the I'm, product. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. That's, that's right. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So I would I would say that I what I want to do is I'm gonna have a book signing for the first one. Okay. Sometime maybe in June and July. So it gives okay. me uh, enough time to get feedback from individuals, see how they like it. If they didn't like it, what could be done a little bit differently, and then I can, and I can incorporate that to how I'm going to sell the second book. Okay. I would, okay, I would, makes sense. Yes, I would like to put it out maybe either the end of this year or the beginning of next, just to give myself some time to see how the first one goes you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so Shai, tell me about the cover who designed it for you it is Ooh, beautiful oh, thank you hold on i'm gonna show it again a little bit up close mm -hmm. yeah there we go i love okay. that thank <laughs> you very nice <laughs> okay so what the inspiration behind the cover is because of you know as human beings we tend to go through things ups and downs that, you know, I wouldn't say break us, but actually makes us stronger to that, to where we can actually propel through anything that we want. So what I decided to do is I decided to use a key in, in the mind because everything starts in the mind. So if mm -hmm. you can tap into that, then possibilities are endless. So that's where the key came from. And I decided to use a male because, you know, I'm a male now, you know, it's my book. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's funny because some people think that it's a woman and that's fine because everybody's supposed to see things differently. Right. Ooh, that's right. 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 That's, that's, so funny thing is I did that on purpose. 
Oh, Ooh. did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I thought it was a woman. See? Because <laughs> I, I thought Shy was a woman, right? Right. When I first yeah, saw it. But, you know, po like you said, it is poems, especially poetry, is about how you interpret it for yourself. And so as a woman, when I read it, right, and I have a woman's mm -hmm. voice in my head is a little bit different from, say, when if Rob was to read that same poem, he might feel it a little bit differently and it hit a little bit differently. It'll right? be a rap song. <laughs> right, he'll be rapping it. But, but let me ask you a question. Do you actually um being that you write the poetry, do you go out to like um poetry readings and um make appearances and stuff like that? Yes, I do. I okay. I've been slowly but surely doing it. I want to get that get into that way more, you know, yeah. getting myself out there because my book is is to be able to help somebody because it helped me. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. You got to get mm -hmm. it out there. Um, yes. but speaking about reading poetry and reading poems, I think Shay wants to read yes, one so of your poems. So shy, can I? Shay wants to read it. <laughs> Is it possible that I could read a portion that really touched me? Sure, you can. Excellent, because I wanted to read a little excerpt from "Follow the Fire," which you had read for us. And mm -hmm. so in it, I, after I was going through it again, I just was mm -hmm. like, "This is where I think we I want to just touch on," and Go so. Ahead from it it says everyone sees the greatness but you everyone mm. feels the true strength but you are too afraid of it mm. even if it is you that you are scared of everyone mm. searches for spirituality while you are born with it and mm. everyone's only interest is to live with the mm. underlying truth that is your mm -hmm. beginning is to reach an end and your mm. end is only just the beginning Mm. Mm. that's powerful i just thought that was so <laughs> profound right i mean the whole poem is fantastic and they are just yes. nuggets right. of, of knowledge like that and just words of affirmation throughout the book but um yes. i just wanted to share that with people so that they could just kind of get an idea of what you bring into people in your book Books, I, because it's going to be more than one, right? Books. Yes, very much so. <laughs> and I, I would just like to add on to that. Like, I'm so glad that you like that because I, I wrote that when I was still finding myself. And what I did was I noticed that when we're finding ourselves, sometimes we don't know where to look. Mm. That's absolutely Indeed. true. Got that right. You got that right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so yeah. what I decided to do is I, I decided to use the word fire as in as a as a word to use for you because you have fire inside mm -hmm. and it's up to you to keep that fire going. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think that I'm, I'm as I told you, I'm truly inspired by you and what you're doing. And um I haven't read the whole book yet, but I'll get through it. I'm kind of glad <laughs> you put the second poems. part to it. Yeah. So, and yeah, also, yeah. When you, whenever you just do a book signing, let us know. We'll come out and I, support. Exactly. Yeah. I sure, we'll I sure come will. out and support. But let everybody I, know where they can get your book. Okay, great. So you can get it on Amazon on paperback and hard copy. It's uh, you type in through T H R U shies S H A I apostrophe S eyes like the two on your face. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Okay. <laughs> I love and, it. And also, I'm going to be doing an audio book for those people who are working and they just want to hear my voice, you yeah. know, speak different affirmation just to help them get through the day. So that, that's it. That's going to be in the work as well. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I have, I have a, all the wonderful things you're doing. I have a question about that. Um, sure. What is actually the process of doing an audio book? That part I am still figuring out. But what okay. I do know is that I have someone who dabbles in that. He's going to help right. me out with that. Yeah. Yeah, and Michelle so, and I offered our services, even though yes. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and, 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 yes. and I told them, and I told them both, I will definitely accept it. <laughs> yes, yes, I can read a book on audio, you know. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One, for sure. One for of the sure. reasons why we decided to do this was for, for things just like that. When you don't really know what you're doing and you're kind of just starting out and you're teaching yourself, we mm-hmm. want to be able to share that information with people because who knows who's going to come in the chat or reach out to us right. that is going to be able to help you. And so that was the real reason for wanting to have you come on the show and highlight what you're doing is right. our way of being able to support you in your journey. Absolutely. Yes. And so, I have one final question I want to ask you. What were some of the challenges that you had getting this book out? Okay. Uh, one of the challenges were finding an editor for one mm-hmm. Cause I didn't know how to do that. Number two, finding someone to do the the graphic work of the book. And I would like to say mm-hmm. thank thank you to my sister Nanika Smith for helping me with that because she was a very big uh, help with that part. So I so must Nanika. shout yeah. out to Nanika. Yes, sure right. does. <laughs> Takes the village. <laughs> yes, very much so. And and also, you know, I, I I thank my family for you know being that support system to help me out. Okay, awesome, yeah. awesome, right. awesome. Yeah. And, and wait, another another thing as well that it took a while. That I tend to like to put a time frame on certain things, and eventually it doesn't go the way I wanted to. So what I had to do was, I had to learn some patience. Mm-hmm. That's a big word. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's some serious stuff there. Yeah, we patience is a virtue. Patience Everything is a happens virtue, and it's and it's perfect and it's, time. And it's perfect I, I, time. I have yeah. just one more question. How, Go right ahead. How, like, how how old are you, my brother? I am thirty-seven. You're a very mature man. Oh, thank you. I, I know guys in their fifties. Figured it out yet? <laughs> you're very you're, you're very you're, you're a very mature man, and you're very enlightened. Thank you. Yes, I, I agree. That. You know, I think I think the older you get, you know, I think mm. we're still all figuring things out. I mean, do yeah. you ever get to the point where you completely figured it all out? Yeah, I Probably got it. Not. Oh. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. No, no, no. Forget. No, you don't. I think I think people's I think people die still trying to figure it out. Honestly, yeah, yeah. And what I've learned is that you're never too old to learn something new. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Haru Smith, shy yeah. Haru Smith, thank you yes. for coming on the show. Thank you for thank sharing you so much. Your light, it, your journey, and um Amazon, right? For the paperback. Yes. And yes. where else? And well, right now, mostly on Amazon. And on soon Amazon. the audio is coming. We're gonna yes, be looking so, out for your yes. book signing. 
And when yep, you write that Kindle. second, second, yeah, right, and Kindle. And when mm-hmm. you write that second book, we want to see mm-hmm. you back on the show. Oh, I'll definitely absolutely. Yes. Excellent. And um, one last thing is is it cool with y'all if I recite one poem before I go? Sure, oh. go ahead. Thank you. So I'm gonna recite the one that I spoke to you about earlier called Handprint. It is a conversation with a child and his parents about finding happiness besides money. And it's called Handprint, and it goes like this. Hey, Ma. Hey, Dad. I know I could be a lot at times. There are other times when I know, but I still appreciate the discipline. I can be silly at some point in time just to keep your stress levels down. If you are able to zone into the future protection agency, I know that I lie every now and then. I'm still trying to figure out what is the truth and what should be left to the wind. But wait, I have a gift for you. No, it isn't any drawing. No, I'm not good at that, even if you think different. And no, it isn't a picture of me. I think you have enough of that already. I think your camera phone is overloaded with that as well. I still don't like that picture you took of me with the shirt that grandma gave me. I mean, I like that she bought it, but she always buys me something I cannot fit. Yes, you taught me to be thankful for what I get. But that, but then does my character overshine traditions? So close your eyes and let wonder happen because this is what I made for you, which is my handprint in clay. It might not be much, but I know you need it. I hope it helps you relieve daily stress. I hope it shows you that you are loved. I don't have any money yet, but this handprint will live forever. My teacher told me that, so I hope it becomes true. I know you have bills, and I know you have to take care of me, which can be pricey, since my grandpa always say children are costly. (laughs) So this handprint of mine will be my payment to all that you already have done. Think of it as a wonderful vacation away from work. Just use your imagination. Think of it like putting a car on cruise control so the destination isn't as important as the journey. What is cruise control anyway? Because I heard someone talking about how this car has cruise control. Hopefully it will keep them awake on the road so they don't fall asleep. You know how grandma falls asleep in the middle of a movie. I think she shouldn't work so hard, though, because the job needs her more than she needs that boring job. So she can come play with me more because I like the voices she make. It's like magic, Pa. She's able to change her voice every now and then. I don't know what that means, but it sounds really cool. I don't want to lose my thoughts, so I'll end with this. I love you and come play with me already. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Everybody go to Amazon and purchase Through Shy's Eyes by Haru Smith. Haru, thank you so much for coming on the show and we wish you nothing but success. Absolute thank you. success. Thank Thanks you again. so much. Take All care. Right.
Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome, 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 awesome. Two young authors. authors. Yes. I love it. I just love it. So make sure y'all go out and support them, y'all. Amazon. Both of you can get on Amazon. I think uh, Shadon said hers is on Barnes & Nobles as well. I believe she said that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But cousins, I have a question. You have a question? I have a question for y'all. Okay. But you know what time it is, right? What What time time is it? I'm trying to change my my look. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about this? How long is too long to hold a person's past against them? Mm. So so the reason well the reason why I'm asking this too is because I was, you know, scrolling. I know this is Ross Ross's job. He's the one normally scrolling, but mm-hmm. and I saw Chris Brown say something about how people still villainize him and hold him, you know, um, for what he did when he was 17 years old with the whole thing with Rihanna. Okay. How long do we still hold people a prisoner to, to their past? Mm. I guess until I'm not angry anymore. No. <laughs> I mean, if it was now, if it was personally done to you, I can understand that. Yeah. But just in general, because we can still look at people and still see they passed, although they're not that person anymore. Well, you know, I think that just in my mind, I find out I let everything go immediately because mm. it takes it takes more energy to think negative about someone than it is to love them. I agree. You understand mm. what I'm saying? So at times, you know, it's like when you speak to people, uh, uh, let's say, are you seeing Michael? Let me tell you what I got there, Michael, one day. Yeah. You, you see, now, now my blood pressure raised up a little bit. My, my mm. heart starts <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Versus saying, how about, what about that Michael? You know, Mike's going through a couple things, but he'd be all right. But how are you, though? Kind of like mind your business. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you really, really do. You can't hold on. Well, I, that yeah. begs the question well, about... Justin says it depends on your level of petty. Yeah, that, that plays that's a part. Petty. Yeah. It can. Yeah, that, that, it, can. Uh, it can, for sure. But there's also the question about whether or not you feel people truly change. Okay. Right? Like it would have to be shown. certain right. A you'd have to show it, but are you really changed? Right? Because right. even not to put anything on Chris Brown, he was 17 when that happened, and that's fine. We all do things when we're young, and, and that has to be taken into account as well. Age, right? When you're doing right. certain things and your level of maturity. But what happens if 10 years from now there's a repeat performance of that? Does that continue to hold him in that box of being that thing or is it you know different instances if you're a thief are you always a thief if you're a liar are you always a liar you know those things like how does that work i think i think that what happens if if the person shows that okay like i'll use chris brown again he hasn't been in the media he's been in the media for other shit but not for you know what he did now, mm-hmm. 10 years from now, he does it. Then people are going to be like, yep, I knew it. I knew it. But yeah. it, there's circumstances. Yeah, but let's, you know, let's. here's a great one for me. Let's talk about Bobby Brown, right? 
Yeah. Now, now you get a more yeah, in depth. What? No, but the thing now with his reality show, you get a more in depth understanding who he, who he really is. And I feel like over the years, he was really misunderstood. You understand? So it, the boss it's the like, media. You know, yeah, and the media, yeah, right? And it's that's why I said at a, at a lot of times is it's it's the negative impact, and, and we're all human. We're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Agreed. if you keep holding on, there's nobody to pick us up. You know, right. and, yeah, and you I, made I a good point. You made a good point earlier when you said that if you mention someone's name to somebody, yo, how you have you seen such and such? And the first thing they talk about is what that person did before. Exactly. They're still holding that person. They're still a prisoner to what they did. Now, what does that have to do with you in that moment and who they are today? Especially if it happened 20, 30 years ago or 10 years ago. We evolve every day. I feel Mm -hmm. we do. Some people don't. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some people that are still stuck in the same place that they were when we left them. We ain't talking Uh-oh, about that. Oh, Rache smiling. Yes, <laughs> yes, Ra. We ain't talking about them. <laughs> yes, Ra. Shay, why, why you hold your head, Shay? Because I don't know Cause what Because what? Because what? Uh, we about to have some grown conversation. Okay. So, what about you grow up and, um, you know, there was a young lady, you know, being tossed through the crew. Oh, damn. So now, is does does a man turn around and say, "Uh, well, uh, you know, even with seven of my guys, you jump, but I know you changed your life. I think I can love you." Okay, well, you know what? That's a good thing. That's a good. Honestly, I feel that that might factor into a lot of dudes, especially if they know that she was a pass around at some point, and all they homies went ran through her and. That might decide, that might make a, a, that could be the deciding factor of whether or not they want to take her seriously and say, okay, she's wifey material. Although another dude that's not from the same hood or who don't know y'all and don't know who she slept with is going to see her as wifey material. But see, that's not the, but again, you, we talking about holding on to a past. So if you don't know Mm -hmm. the past, if you know the past. If you don't, right. Okay. If you know the past. Right. If you know the past, you hold on because. I'm really trying to figure that out of my mind. <laughs> you understand what I'm, saying? I'm not even putting up Joseph. Just, 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 just to help me out with this one, please. Oh no, I need some assistance. We not. We just gonna I, laugh at him in the chat. Yes. <laughs> I, I really need to understand because you you probably could miss out on on white people. I agree. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I don't know. It, would I be holding on? I'd be like, hmm, let me call us, uh, you know, I think think that has more to do with who you are as a person than it does than it does with the type of person that she is. Oh no. Because you're holding on. No, no, wait, no, no. no. I'm not saying you in general. I'm just saying to me, if a person is holding her, holding that against her, and she's no longer that person. Then that's kind of falls on them at okay, that point, so especially let, so, if wait, hold on, let me finish. Yeah. Especially if she shows herself to be a good person, a good woman that could potentially be wifey material, and you still worrying about who she screwed 20 years ago. That's on you. Okay, let's turn it around because see, I know both of y'all ladies, so that we're gonna turn around and be on, <laughs> on men time now. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's so go. We're gonna we're gonna be on men time now. 
So how how would y'all deal with a situation? You know what I'm saying? That y'all know, uh, you know, Brother Love's been flying through the hood all his life. And now he wants to take you serious. And and he like, baby, he changed his life. He don't that live like that question. no more. Right. That <laughs> is the question. Did he change his life? Did he change again, his life? And that's why I ask, do you really change? Right? You change. If, if you know, you that's know. who you are, and then you say, oh, well, you are the one that's different. And I feel like, you know, but you were doing, you were flying through the hood a month ago, then yeah, you probably haven't. So then the question right. is, was it, and, and the question that Michelle asked was, how long do you hold someone accountable for things that they've done in the past? So let's say that's who you were five years ago, right? And then you run into someone that you knew from the hood and you say, you know, I've been, you know, I've got that out my system. A woman will consider you. All right. right. So, so Shay, you should have been a politician. Cause she's never no, answered the she, question. It, she would, did, would, no, no, she you, did. you said I'm asking. Would it be? Would you actually say I'm gonna give this guy a shot? Yes, she just answered it. What Not you. Was, Let me. Okay, go ahead, Shay. <laughs> what I go said ahead. was, it depends on <laughs> how long ago he was flying through the hood. If he was flying through the hood a month ago, probably not. But if it was five years ago. And since then, he's been solid in the, his choices in life. Then chances are that might have been something he was going through that he got out of his system. And so, yes, it's potential to give him a okay. chance. Oh, okay, let's idea. just use somebody that was on drugs and now they clean 30 years, 30, 40, 50 years or whatever, however long. Are you still going to hold that against them and figure, okay, we used to be a drug addict, so I'm not going to date you anymore? Oh no! I mean that's something. That's some. That's something different, you know. Yeah, um, but all your boys but, and stuff, you know, they still calling her uh, a dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? A cocaine. So <laughs> right, especially well, especially you have to come to a point where at some point your hood shouldn't matter. What you, what your hood thinks shouldn't matter about your should make any shouldn't have any input in your choices, but it kind of does, especially if does. only if I feel like if you're in the hood. Still, well, no, but it's, then again, no, not even that. It's, it's, it, it is, but I, Once I, I a drug would... addict, always a drug addict. Somebody said false. <laughs> well, to some degree, you always, you always, you know, are on the struggle, you know. Well, to what, some degree, I have to say, I don't agree with that, but well, we it's an on. addictive, it's a uh, addict, addictive personality, just an addictive personality. But that's not what we're talking about today. But I, I think that I could too, I think I could really. Forget the past. If, you I know, can't we, get this. We grew up. Somebody get justice. Get justice out this chat, please. Yeah, I think I could. I think I could forget. So, I mean, so, so if you could forget what part that that the girl was with seven of your homies when she was seventeen, eighteen. Well, uh, and now she's forty, right? And she she didn't. Gave her life to Christ. Uh, been been you know celibate for the last three years. Not really messing with nobody. I think her and I both need to speak to Jesus and figure this. 
a come to Jesus moment you both need. Until Jesus comes down and let me know she's good. <laughs> I just think that I feel like <laughs> if a person, you know, when we were teenagers, we did teenager things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you are still doing teenager things at 50, then that's a problem. And yes, your past should be, <laughs> you should be held accountable for your past because it's right. still your present. If you did some things as a teenager and you're no longer that person anymore, or you appear to, to not be that person anymore, because no one truly knows until you actually have a conversation with the person that they are today, then you're going to mm -hmm. know. Right. I don't feel, I mean, I just feel like, I think we do it. I think we all do it. I'm not going to, you know, we all do it. I don't feel like I'm a judgmental person because I can look past a person's past only if your past is not your present. All right. So how long should a person be held accountable for their past if their past is still their present? Mm. But if it's not, you know, I can consider and whether it's for a relationship or whatever, even a friendship. If you are still if you're operating in a different space and that's something that you're going to be able to see. You know, you're going to oh, see I, it. Yeah, I think it depends you're on what see the thing it. is. Right. Because sometimes right. it's about things that you've done. Right. That that people are attaching to your personality that aren't necessarily who you are you just did something right like you i don't know it could be anything you could have been a thief when you was younger in a real thief you know pickpocketer type of thief thief and that's not your bag anymore because now you know you got your life together but it was a thing <laughs> you did right? and you always got to share that part of your story like man i used to be getting that money you know yes. telling that story now do I let you in my house? You know what I mean? Do I put away my See? See? Like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you see? And that's that's, that's, that's and right, though. And that was like, you know, 10, 15 years but, ago. But she like, likes, that's but, why I'm not sharing that but, part of my life. But, Listen, you will never know what I'm saying. Ever. But Shay's right though, because if something come up missing, you're gonna be like, yo, hold on. Yeah, that person is so used to steal. Or even somebody that you know was on drugs. You looking at them like, oh shit. And my stuff is gone. Yeah. So, but I think that probably that prevents people from telling their story too. For the fear of the judgment that's gonna but, come along with it. But you yep. know, it, it's funny too, because when that, that word changes a big word. And I, I don't, I, I, I don't think people really change. I think they are more adjust. To, I agree. To certain things mm -hmm. that go on because you are, you are who you are. I agree. So, Correct. So you know, like I, I said, agree. if you're a whoremonger, you're always going to be a more whoremonger. You just need to learn self control. You understand what I'm saying? So I just think that you're always going to have that niche, or like you said, with the thief, with the pickpocketing. Now you might not be doing that. You might be playing three card Molly. You know, it could it could it, it, it could be something else that's going on. And I think it all comes down to you have to understand how to control what you got going on with you. It's a question. So here's a question. So are there some things a person can do that they can never escape, regardless if they change? Are there some things a person can are do there that some they can things never escape? I guess um I guess the thing that we're talking about, if you know somebody's a known thief or a known drug addict, that's they're always gonna be associated with that. it depends on how egregious it is, right? Because yeah. like like for example, when we talk about Chris Brown, 
and the fact that he had that whole situation with Rihanna, sure, nothing's happened. But he also probably hasn't been in circumstances to trigger that. So what happens if he's in a similar situation and he's triggered? Is he going to react the same way? Or is he going to have that self-constraint from a man who would right. never put his hands on a woman under any circumstances? But is that for something for us to sit and worry about? Okay, what if? Because then that means that we're now we're still looking at him as that same person because it's like, okay, well, what if this happens? Is he going to do it again? So then you probably won't put yourself in a position to be like a woman. A woman might not date. Well, he's got babies, so they clearly are dating him. But yeah, you might not put you might not put yourself in a position to to be the person that he flips out on. I'm just saying. And that's right. just talking right. about Chris Brown, but that's just for anybody because it's for any circumstance. I just use that as Marge an example. Said, with change, there's always a possibility that you can go back. To something yeah, that you, you have to, to adjust, and, and that's so he's in the house, way. like, don't make me angry, <laughs> you know. And that's yeah. where it comes from healing and evolving and constantly but, working on yourself. You have to do that. But how about this one? Maybe he knows what people to avoid that that will put him in that space. He has to because ride. see, I'm like, I'm like that. Like, I realize if it's a friend, if I'm dating. Or if it's a business relationship, if you're that type of person that's going to put me in that space, you understand, then I can't have you around me. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because right. I know I can go back into a certain space. Yeah. But be it if it's a wife, a girlfriend, a, a, a business relationship, it's it's anything. So Ra is not Ra is still the same person that he was 10 years ago, but Ra is adjusting to understanding what are my trigger points and everything that will that will be around you to understand because bad energy you understand what i'm saying and it, it, it might not be bad to you shay but it could be bad for me sure you understand so at times you have to really try to and i think that's kind of with the chris brown situation I really think really happens with him. Maybe he had to change a management team. Maybe, you know, re mount, you know, they argue, they fought, and she took him to certain places. So maybe he doesn't deal with a woman like that that has that kind of personality. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because again, we all operate from traumas and triggers. Exactly. Traumas and triggers. So yeah. you have to be aware of your triggers. Right, right. Exactly. And how it affects you. Because if you're not, then you're going to be a triggered so-and-so and you're just going to be popping off or doing going right back to how you used to be so but for us we have to actually consider not holding people accountable for their past especially right no it's too much part of their present yeah. I, I think it, it has a it's different ways i look at it when it comes to other people and stories that i hear about them and it isn't something that i've personally dealt with mm -hmm. i'm one to believe in my discernment about that person and i'm gonna hold judgment even though i might hear what someone said or that person this that and the other thing i'm gonna use that to say all right i heard that however let me see my experience with that person right once i've had that experience and if whatever that thing is is true that's who you are to me, which is right. probably not right. And I don't know if I'm in a space where I would allow that to um, 
because you now when I see you, you're no longer doing it. To me, that that's ingrained in you and it's in it it'll affect how I see you right. in the world because I've had that personal thing happen between you and me. Yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. It, you definitely like, have to be mindful of that. Yeah, it, ahead, it is. But yeah, you gotta really like even with family. Sometimes, like you know, people have long time family beef, and I'm not talking to my brother, I'm not talking to my sister, and all this crazy stuff. But if, if you really take the time to know your brother or sister, then after the years, you should understand your sister, or your brother, or your auntie, or whoever they are who they are, and you have to accept them for who they are. And once you do that, then it's the way you handle them. And again, you, you are who you are, I can only deal with you. At this time, maybe just Christmas, or I not. could do I could do one dinner. You understand what I'm saying? For 45 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> and then I'm gone. So I don't want no dessert. I gotta go. It's, it's hard for me to deal with people who are still operating from the same space that they were operating in 20 years ago. I I, I can't. A lot of people are though. And, and and a lot of people are. Thing. They and, are. And and that's why our our, our spaces keep getting smaller. Mm, yeah, the circle you is, yes, you're right. You're on the outer circle right. now. Because you're right. You, you, un, you understand it's like, okay, it, it's constantly going to get smaller because as you elevate, Agreed. you know, and then and they're not elevating, they're going to tend to bring bring you down or and, try, put, yeah. and put you in or that try to. Mm -hmm. So is that, but before we leave though, y'all know y'all didn't bring up the Rihanna Super Bowl performance, which I, my, my baby, she having another baby. I was so hurt. I was so hurt. I was so I was so depressed. I was so why depressed. she's living her life. No, no she wasn't want, waiting on you. I wanted to see why, 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 why. You know, I wanted to, you know, okay. yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, I, I was I wanted to see some things. Y'all act like, and the problem is the real problem I have with this is nobody's mentioning it. Like that's what what you was waiting for. Mentioning what? No, well, you, you haven't think, seen the internet. Everybody's going you crazy. Start, Right. I, I don't know. I think that having a, a beautiful black woman on a stage at the Super Bowl doing her thing in any version was great for me. Like, okay, I maybe I didn't need the whole booty shake. Like you needed a different kind of performance. I'm just glad that we showing up. I'm just glad that we have stage at all. But it seems so, as if a lot of that. people no, I, I feel the same way you did because you, there was so much going on on the internet about, oh, our performance was this. And I'm saying, well, what would y'all expect her to do, pregnant? A whole lot. Well, they didn't well, know. And that was the knew. thing. If and they knew she was thing. pregnant, they would have known that it was going to be a Her belly back. was not hidden. But I, no, I, I'm talking about during the performance no, they found out. They but found prior out. to that, well, prior to that, people didn't know, and so there was this expectation that it was going to be a lot of, you know. Yeah, because I, I was, so waiting, for her, I was so, waiting for her to take the flight suit off and come out and things just boom, gosh. And, and you know, you know what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, go yeah. rock. Hi, go rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You know, you know so it, it, was, it, it was different. Um, I, I love the performance, I, but I had to look at it again because I was so damn mad when I, when I, when I was like, Riri, come on. But on this note too, that I I I, some, I was on a plane and um, something came across my feed on why she's not getting paid to do the uh, the Super Bowl, and I was wondering. I now regret not going into that feed because 
I'm thinking maybe when she signed to do it, maybe she wasn't pregnant. And then she was pregnant and they had to do they something snatched else. Your check? I what think I think check? could it be a breach of contract? Could it be she I performed? Mean, I, but, no breach. They but, can't tell you that you got a booty shake. But yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just she performed. If she didn't perform, then they could say, okay, we're she, not paying she you. They can't great, tell her but, how to perform. But she did look great pregnant. She 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 looked fabulous. And boy, that ASAP Rocky. Boy, that's ASAP sure. Rocky is that's shooting sure. the club sure. up. That's, He's that's, shooting the club up. Bing, bing, bow, bow, gosh. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Shout out to A-Shot Rocky. He didn't even give time to heal. He didn't give time. He was like, what? He All said, right, you six weeks, it's the pocket. Let's go. Yeah. Shout out to Harlem. Harlem in the building. <laughs> Harlem, <laughs> Harlem ain't playing. No games. <laughs> My shorty wop. <laughs> Listen, y'all, y'all know we we are coming to the close of the show. So we have to end the show. You guys know we end every show with a quote. And the quote we have today is, we are all products of our past, but we don't have to be prisoners of it. We will see you guys well next said. week. Peace, Peace out, everybody. And love. Later.